You've probably heard of Betty Whiteout, Control, Salt, Delete, and Plowy McPlow Face. MnDOT's Name a Snowplow contest is back. The deadline to submit your punny moniker is today at noon. And while many of those submissions will no doubt fall in line with popular culture, producer Gracie Stockton learned some plow drivers are hoping more indigenous names make the cut. The Name a Snowplow contest was born in December of 2020 during the COVID-19 pandemic, becoming wildly popular for Minnesotans as a moment of levity during a dark, isolated time. We actually borrowed the idea from Scotland. That country has been naming snowplows for many years, it seems. So it was a a good time of that time to do something good. Ann Meyer of MnDOT says that first year, there were 24,000 entries. And we've been doing it ever since. Now in its fourth year, with 24 named plows already on the road, Meyer says MnDOT employees have just as much fun as the average Minnesotan. We've heard from drivers who say that, you know, folks will honk or, or give them a thumbs up when they see the name on the side of the plow. Christopher Chi of the Diné Nation works for MnDOT out of Redwood Falls. He lives on the Lower Sioux Indian community where his wife is from plowing in the winter, and doing road maintenance in the summer. In his last job as roads director for the Lower Sioux, he kept the community's roads clear while acquainting himself with its culture and customs. Our communities are pretty much alike, except ours is way bigger than theirs. (laughs) Chi says he worked with the city of Redwood Falls, county of Redwood, the tribal council, and MnDOT to become the first tribal nation in the state to have dual-language road signs welcoming people in both Dakota and English. During last year's Name a Snowplow voting, he wanted to build on his work. He encouraged friends to send in native language names, and he submitted one in Dakota. So Ichamina means a snowstorm or blizzard, and being a snowplow driver, you know, we're out there in the blizzards, you know, in the snowstorms and keeping the roads open and rescuing people if we have to, making way for the troopers and paramedics or whatever to get out there. Ichamino made it to the second-to-last round of the contest, but didn't make the final cut. One of his supervisors noticed Chi's disappointment. And I told him, you know, I'm really sad, I'm really depressed, Lonnie, today, just not feeling it. And he said, well, why? I said, because our Dakota name didn't make it through. And he says, well, I'll get back to you. Let me see what I can do. Sure enough, two weeks later, Chi walked into the break room and saw the Ichamino sticker on the table. Yeah, it was a real total surprise. Chi's truck partner of three years, Jovi Lund, is a tribal member of the Lower Sioux Indian community. Chi said having a Dakota name on the plow is a point of pride for the pair. Kind of a proud thing for us because you have two indigenous drivers driving that truck in the winter. This year, Chi says he hopes more tribal nations and ethnic groups from around Minnesota will submit names in languages other than English. Have another one up by Red Lake. Have another one around Shakopee. Have another one Treasure Island. There are two right now in northeast Minnesota named by employees. Giwaden, the Northwind, and Gunadaban. I think it would be really cool if there was at least one truck in the area of a tribal nation that had their had a, an Ojibwe or a Dakota name. Chi says he's happy that many indigenous communities are investing in teaching young people their native languages, keeping them alive. And he says something as simple as a dual-language road sign or a name on a snowplow can help with that mission. For NPR News, I'm Gracie Stockton. Mindots Ann Meyer says there have been at least 7,000 submissions this year. You can still send in an idea up to 30 characters long until noon today. Mindot staff will select a few dozen for the public to vote on in January.
This story was made possible, by the way, in part by the Minnesota Legacy Amendments Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.